Alright, welcome to the Wrestle Down! I got spooked by an episode of iZombie before we started <laughs> recording, which is not something that should happen on a CW show Ooh. about a zombie that eats brains and solves mysteries. It's true. Um, I'm Jer Palapal. This is Dennis Bruno. I was watching One Punch Man earlier. Second season's very good. First season's also excellent. Mm-hmm. You can't miss with that show. Unless you miss with your One Punch, and then you have another episode to do. Um, <laughs> I feel like you got into the head of the showrunner. Yeah. It's like, what if he missed? Ah, oh, there's three more seasons. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And then we got our mascot, Keaton Kitten Man. Right, buddy? You're going to take it easy because you've been having asthma. Oh, Keaton yeah. Asthma. Yeah, I got to pick up his medicines tomorrow and I got to give him a little bit extra tonight. It's I... the reason Battle Cat had to retire. Oh, poor Battle Cat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this week we're brought to you by Battle Cat. <laughs> 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 the brand, not the cat itself. You want a cat that fights? You fucking come to Battle Cat. <laughs> we'll hook you up with little tiny swords and shields and, <laughs> and spears. Whatever your cat can carry in his little cat hands. Pause, really. That's the that's scientific term. If your cat have hands? Come to us anyway. We don't discriminate. We got swords. Yeah, if your cat has hands, you send a picture to our Instagram. <laughs> uh, I would love to see that. Uh... But not if you like if your cat like took hands from somebody and then just has them in their mouth and they're giving them to you as a gift mm. like cats do sometimes. It's true. Um, that's a crime. You're not supposed to take hands. <laughs> this has been Crime Watch with this, Careful Apple. Um, it's a thing I learned from uh, season four of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Great. Uh, <laughs> a lot of info on that show maps over to the real world. A lot. It's true. Mm. Oh God. So. Uh, this week at the Wrestle Down, we uh, I don't know. Do you want to the, was, do you want to talk about the G one uh, first show? Yeah, we should have Dave on sometime. Yeah, we should. First time uh, watching it. Fan oh. of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Dave Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he um, jumped into the G one as we both did in terms of like this year round first first night match card of the G one was excellent. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a lot of expectation because it's. Arguably New Japan's biggest event, which isn't Wrestle Kingdom. Right. So the whole month-long tournament, they hosted it in Dallas, which was a big, bold move. First mm-hmm. ever U.S. domestic G1 uh, tournament. Event, yeah. Yeah, because like, they've had shows themed in the G1. Yeah, they, like, well, they, they're like titled G1 Yeah. because uh, <clears throat> it stands for Grade 1, I learned from Wikipedia today. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> it's not like actually related. Like, they've got like, G1 Supercard or right. uh, G1 in the USA, I think, was the one like two years ago or something like that. Yep. Headlined by Billy Gunn versus Tanahashi. What a match. Yeah. But this this card in particular, super strong. Um, you had said it in the Wrestle Friends official chat. Um, the it was five yeah, four out of the five matches were excellent. Yeah. Um, and even the one that like you you wouldn't have said was like amazing, I like a lot because it's my man, Bad Luck Fale, mm-hmm. fighting evil. And I what I really like about New Japan is that for years and years, I've been conditioned as like a WWE fan, an ECW fan, and WCW fan of just like, especially when there's a big, meaningful event tournament happening, there's going to be a lot of overbooking mm-hmm. and shenanigans and like a lot of waiting for twists and turns. 
these were straightforward meat and potatoes, but like showcasing the best part of each of these wrestlers mm-hmm. matches. Yeah, everyone came out looking strong. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Fale versus Evil, but it did its you know job. Yeah, two big two big Hoss guys hitting each other with chairs. Right. Um, they all both came out looking great. I was really impressed by Will Osprey versus um, Lance Archer. Lance Archer because like I, Archer kind of flies under the radar. I know he's good, but like most of the year he's like a tag team guy. Right. And New Japan really does a shitty job with their tag teams. So yeah. like him coming out and having an awesome match with Osprey, his second this year. Yeah. Um, like was a real highlight. Yeah, hometown boy. He's yep. he's a Texan. I've known him, or I was first. Familiar with him through TNA. He oh, was Kid okay. Cash's yep. bodyguard. Right. So he would fuck with AJ Styles whenever Kid Cash and AJ Styles got into things. Mm-hmm. So to watch him evolve from that to Vance Archer when he was in WWE mm-hmm. to out back into New Japan and other things, um, it's it's really watching a dude mature at a point where this is kind of like the peak of his money-making years. Yeah. And like you said, he had a great match with Osprey in front of his hometown. Osprey hit him with everything he could. Yep. Archer was just like, nope, I'm seven feet tall, I'm a big, burly, strong Texan, and I'm going to just claw you into the ground. Yep. So a great way to establish his new claw finisher. Yes, and he and he had a pool party for Suzuki Gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I just want to like, shout out to Taichi's Twitter. Uh, <laughs> they're in the same stable together. Yep. And Taichi, first off, didn't have a match in Dallas. Yep. He flew out to do the G1 press conference. Yep. Uh, and then he fucking hung out at Archer's house, uh, having a pool party with, like, ZSJ and others. My uh, sense, yeah. And then he took a bunch of pictures of those, like, scooters <laughs> that are all over every city now. Nice. My sincere hope is that he showed up with pants, and they looked at him like, what are you doing? It's too hot. And he just ripped them off, did his little dance, and jumped right in the pool. Oh, God. I can only hope. Yeah. Um, I loved, yeah, so I loved Osprey Archer. Um, for David and anybody else unfamiliar, just like, that's how New Japan books Flippy Guys mm-hmm. versus that's how New Japan books Hoss battle, battle Monsters, and that was the best example of how they do that together. Um, I loved Kenta versus Ibushi. Mm. Um, I loved your quote from, like, the friend thread of just, like, fucked WWE for, like, containing this tiny genius. Yeah. he He's a little violent man, and yeah. he's very good. Yeah, he's like... It's like eighty percent where he was, and that's good. That's very good. Yeah, like you know, he, he's had like several injuries and things that'll slow him down. But he, uh, he and Bushi had a very good match, especially considering uh, it looks like Bushi like hurt his ankle, but he's gonna work through it. Yep, because he's a fucking psychopath. Yes, he is. I feel like you know what, Kerry Von Erich in the early nineties didn't even have a foot. Right. So like, and I didn't notice until I didn't find that out until I was an adult. Yeah. So, like... Well, after he was dead. If he can do that kind of thing, Kotobushi can certainly work the hardest-paced uh, tournament in all of pro wrestling for a month. Yeah. <laughs> if if Kotobushi would... And this is a compliment to him and how... I'm, this might come run contrary to how I'm going to phrase this. Didn't get murdered by Naito German suplexing him into the edge of the ring. Yep. Nothing can really kill him, which is, again, not, like, wishing for death, but it's just, right. like... He's he's an Iron Man. He strikes really hard. He wishes to do the same thing back. I love that Kenta beat him clean. Yep. Um, we have a a friend of mine, friend a friend of the show, Patrick O'Connor, put together a prediction spreadsheet, mm. and I had a draw for this one because I thought yeah. that that'd be a cool showcase of both of them. Abushi, who's like likely slotted to win, yeah. or like one of the most likely, 
versus Kenta debuting star, why not just have them kick each other for 30 minutes? But yeah, not Kenta, one over Kalina. I did not expect, uh, <clears throat> I expected Ibushi to win. I don't think I have any draws in my predictions, because mm. they're so rare. There's like one per year, really, yeah. and I think one happened in the uh, the junior tournament already. Right. Um, and, of course, I love every instance of um, ZS, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Sonata. Oh, yeah. Uh, those guys have fantastic chemistry. They do the same shit every time. Yeah. It's just a bunch of rolling around, getting pins, and doing submissions, and, you know, being sexy as hell. And, <laughs> like, it works. It does. It really does. And, like, the you're you're bang on, because there's always going to be wrestlers who just have that instant kind of, I'm going to watch this match even though I've seen it a million times mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, I feel like Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano are getting yeah. there in NXT. Um, the Young Bucks versus pretty much every indie tag team. Yeah. Like... There's a certain formula that you're going to notice, like, oh, okay, I know what's going to come next. I love the finishing sequence specifically yeah. of just back roll cover, back roll cover, back roll cover, and then Sonata just got him. Yep, it's the same one from last year. <clears throat> yep. So, yeah. Consistency. Uh, yes. Uh, what'd you think about the main event, uh, Okada versus Tanahashi, part 14? Right. Um, I think that the, I really hope that this match is the biggest changing of the guard with the two of them, because I love Tana. Um, not as much as Japan loves Tana. No. <laughs> uh, but he just, he looks like it's so painful for him to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, he's going to gut through it like Abushi's going to gut through his injuries, but, like, Okada does not look like he's in pain ever. No, yeah. I think this is, like, this is the start of him being, like, a New Japan dad. Yeah. Like, he's going to, maybe he'll get, like, a couple um, Intercontinental title like, mid-card kind of, uh, with, like, title reigns here or there. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna be at the top of the top picture. Like, he might get shots at the belt, but not really, you know, yeah. I think he's gonna be slowly going down the card. And it's, like, it's kind of refreshing to see such a logical, uh, story beat, you know? Cause yeah. Like, up until, I mean, last year's G1, they, they drew, and then, uh, Okada's won each time, but now it's, like, he's winning by, uh, like, more and more. Yeah. Like, more and more dominant while Tanahashi's kind of fading into the background. And you don't see that in, like, WWE, for example. Right. You know, trying to hold on to Undertaker, uh, hanging in there with the best in the world, Shane McMahon. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't think that, that would happen, given that the you know, the age difference between young spry 19-year-old Shane McMahon <laughs> uh, at the peak of his wrestling career right. versus Undertaker, who I think is actually part dust right now. Yeah. Heart Dust versus the MMA Raspberry, Shane McMahon. Yes. But, yeah. The, the eternal I, youth. <laughs> God. With Okada Tana, it's just... I feel like Okada has had a legacy of title runs where mm-hmm. his one, his most recent one... Um, well, he's the champion now, but prior to this, his record-setting one. Yeah. That felt like his John Cena run, his Hulk Hogan run, mm-hmm. his Bruno San Martino run. This is just, like, the one that cements him all time as, like... Any, a guy you can put the championship on at any given time and no one will question the legitimacy. Yeah. So this match felt like reaffirming that he's mm-hmm. currently champion. Tana didn't look like he could touch him. Right. There was just multiple moments where it looked like Tana could swing momentum firmly back in his his favor and he just didn't. Yeah. Okada was just that much better. Yeah, it was pretty decisive but still exciting to watch. Yeah. And also surprising because, like, I mean, Tanahashi's been taking it easy relatively yeah. lately, uh, but then he blew out all of the big, like, high-flying moves that he really shouldn't do anymore. Right. Um, but maybe it's just because it was Dallas, and it was, a, you know, a big show. It was it was the beginning of the G1. I yeah. mean, it, it's a tonal set, which is, these are going to be high, like, hard-hitting, fast-paced, like, 
introduction to what's going to be a grueling month mm-hmm. and like great for fans, but going to be super hard for these wrestlers. So yeah. it was a great show. Yeah. Um, God, great event. Looking forward to the rest of it. We'll talk about the next show and the thing it was later. Yep. Uh, is there anything else that happened that's notable this week? Because I, I have not been watching. I've watched the G1. And I think I've been just been catching up on stardom lately. Right. It's all been just like, you know, good matches that not much worth talking about. It, you know, it, it's an interesting question just because we're we're recording this on a Thursday and yeah. this is the week leading into WWE Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. And again, more conditioning of just in the traditional sense of like, this was supposed to be Ron SmackDown's go home show to get people excited for the Sunday event. More just whispering of what could happen next yeah. versus any payoff. Right. Like, Sasha Banks might come back this Sunday. Yeah. That's kind of like the big in, in, uh, insinuation with Bailey versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, aside from that, it's been... It, it almost feels like rematches, but, like, yeah. with little, little twists. Right. Like, Heavy Machinery versus Rowan and Brian versus New Day is great. But it's the same match from last month with the New Day, which right. again, not a bad thing. No, yeah. But it's just not a lot of forward momentum. No, yeah, it's just a lot of stalling, and you know, I mean, they gotta stretch all these stories out till SummerSlam, I guess. I yeah, Brock Lesnar might cash in. He might. Yeah, he here's, might. But that here's, here's Paul Heyman being Alfred Hitchcock in the background. Frame that silhouette because yeah. Lesnar might cash in. Thank you, Evan. Do you think he's gonna cash in at Extreme Rules? A tertiary pay-per-view at best? <laughs> no. Oof. It's too hot to cash in. It's true. <laughs> Lesnar might melt yeah. like the Terminator. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that, that takes us to our main, uh, I think our, our segment main for this week. Segment main! Uh, brought to you by Battle Cats. Uh, <laughs> you want your cat to fucking battle? Uh, come here. But it's just props. I gotta be clear... I've been sent an email ever since I recorded the first thing. Um, <laughs> we can't say that you can actually use these things to make your cats battle because if your cats battle, that is like it's kind of a kind of cockfighting, um, and it's illegal and it's not cool. Cats deserve better. Also, if you try, they'll probably just sleep. Yeah, um, cats are very sleepy people, right, Keaton? This is true. We do smell, sell miniaturized arenas for your not cats, so yes. find those on our website, www.battlecat with a K and an ampersand.com. Dot org <laughs> slash shiocities.com <laughs> slash mb2 slash matchbox20. <laughs> it's a complicated, they could cut down on the URL. But it's really important to have all those details in. We asked the webmaster to cut it down, and the only reply we got was just like Matchbox 20 jokes. It's like, it's 3 a.m., I must be lonely. Like, no, please update the site. Not even the best Matchbox 20 song, in my opinion. It's like, well, if you're gone. It's like, no, I'm right here. Please (laughs) change the URL. Oh, God. So what we wanted to do with Segment Mania, I guess this weekend, like last weekend, was there a ton going on last weekend? There was. There was like a bunch of deep things and G1 and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... Like, again, another weekend where there's just too much wrestling. Too much wrestling. And there's just, you know, there, you gotta live your life. Like, I got two cookouts to go to. My girlfriend's birthday is Monday. Yay. Um, yeah, there's just, there's there's life stuff. I'm, I think, I'm sure there's a movie or something I can see. Right. Uh, I, I got some DVDs. Um, Keaton needs food and asthma medicine twice a day now. Oh. Yeah, he's a little man. Hey, buddy. Why don't you also splayed out and showing everybody your tummies? Yeah. Even if you didn't have those things lined up, yeah. here is the logistical mm-hmm. breakdown of what is happening Saturday. Yep. Um, 
So with the time delay, there's still going to be a G1, so you can catch yep, G1. 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. Sunday morning, technically, right? Or is uh, it Saturday morning? It's Saturday morning, yeah. Saturday morning. So if you got up at the ass crack of dawn Saturday, you could start your wrestling day. Mm-hmm. At night, it's going to be Evolve's 10th anniversary show. Going head-to-head with AEW's Fight for the Fallen. Yep. So there's a little bit of a drop-off. There's like a human 12, not even, 15-hour drop-off yep. between when one starts and the other one starts. So you could wake up super early, watch three hours of the G1, fall asleep. Yeah. But then you'd be having to pick between the two, which one's going to be on demand, so you don't have to really pick. Yeah. Next morning, again, there's G1 stuff, so 5 a.m. again. I think all of them are going to be on demand, right? Um, for the, which one? All of them, the G1, Evolve, and Fight for Fallen. Oh, I, mean, I just mean if you want to watch them live. Okay, well, watch them yeah. live. Okay, got it. Because, like, yeah. if you want to stagger the viewing, you could watch it any time at any of these days. But, like, yeah. for live, Fighter Fest, you got to catch it when it's happening. Mm-hmm. Extreme Rules, it's going to be Showtime, I assume, like, seven. Kickoff 6. Oh, and then Kickoff 6, yeah. Like, Main Card 7, something like yep. that. It's those things. And then G1 again on Monday. Yeah. So, like, if you want to really fuck up your sleep schedule... You could fit it all in and not miss anything, but you won't be able to fit in things yeah. like a cookout or right. taking care of an ailing cat. Yeah. Well, you don't look ailing right now. You look like you're trying to be a model. And you Ooh. know what? You're succeeding. He is. Handsome little man. There you go. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. He's, he's pulling my hand towards his mouth. He tagged That's in Jer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a good little guy. He knows his wrestling. He's firing up for the comeback. <laughs> um, That's where we come in. Yeah. We, uh, well, we have this idea of taking all the cards and then combining them into one eight-match card. And then Dennis misunderstood my directions. <laughs> and now I guess we should just go one by one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... We, uh, the format of the cards that we were going to take. Then, by the way, there's also, out of the shit that I watch, Eve has a show on Saturday. Yep. Uh, and Stardom has shows, I think, Friday, no, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Jesus. But, like, I mean, there's those are all going to be on demand later, and they're not airing live. But still, it's just so much. Adding them all together, that's eight shows. Yeah. Of, the, of just the things we keep up with. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I feel like, no, there isn't anything else. Okay. But, like, we were just going to take from the AEW Fight for the Falling card, um, WWE Extreme Rules, G1 uh, Climax Day 2, and uh, the Evolve 10th Anniversary Show that WWE is putting on their network uh, because they are scared. Yep. Uh, they're scared little cowards who <laughs> pee their pants. They have no good wrestling ideas. Uh, they are poopoo mouths. <laughs> they are poopoo hearts. They and have to marry their mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching what's it called? Um, uh, if, uh, what's it called? Uh, I think you should leave on Netflix. Which you should check out if you have not. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, every episode's like eighteen minutes, which is less than you could probably skip all of uh, Extreme Rules and get a better show. Uh, <laughs> eighteen in a four-hour match. Car, a four-hour card. Yeah. Not 18 minutes better than an episode of this show. It, it's a really great sketch show. Dang. I really... I cannot recommend it enough. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'll just go... Yeah. Uh, Be- before you start, like, your directions, which were clear when I sat down, yeah. which was, here are the five shows we're going to focus on. Your directions were, to you, and I misunderstood them, pick the eight best from all the cards yeah. and put them on one card. What my brain interpolated was, here are the five shows between these multiple companies. Cherry pick and make eight good matches. <laughs> Which, Which is sure. All right, so so mine will be more of a eight matches that I'm I'm really looking forward to, 
and yours will be fucking... A fever dream. <laughs> I cannot wait. The Saudi show fever dream was pretty good, too. So, uh, the first match that I put down was Bailey uh, versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in a handicap match for the SmackDown Women's title. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think that all three are very good. Um, it'll probably fucking resolve in a way that either brings back Sasha Banks... Or writes Bailey off so that Nikki and Alexa can be the the folks's folk eye yeah. of the SmackDown division. It's heavily character driven, which is like yep. that's why I asked about just like comparing it to the sketch show because that's when we talked about a little bit this in recent episodes of like when matches are character driven, I yeah. get hyped because yeah. like their in ring work is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Nikki, Alexa, and Bailey slap; they're yeah. great. But whenever you get the motivations clear or not going into them, and they're just magnetic, chari- like charismatically wise, in between like Nikki Cross and Alexa, like I want to know more about them and like how their relationship's going to evolve. And yeah. Bailey is my favorite. Yes. So hell yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope. I kind of want to see what it's like when Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are co-champions. Yep. I think that's the logical step. But who knows? The logical step last time they were uh, Bailey and Alexa Bliss fought. Was for Bailey to win, and that didn't happen. Nope. So just made her lose in front of her hometown, guys. Who knows what can happen there? Yep. What's your first match? Oh boy. So, uh, I looked at the match cards and I thought, hey, there's Toro Yano. I'd like to see him fight. Anthony Green's on the Evolve show, so he's going to fight him. But he's also going to fight Curry Man because mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels is in AEW. Of course. But they're also going to fight Chucky e. T and Orange Cassidy and AJ Styles. This is an Earth is Flat match. <laughs> and, and if the, the whoever wins decides whether the earth is flat or not. Who do you... Okay. Is AJ Styles the only flat earther in that, uh, that list? I looked at it and I figured Curryman wouldn't understand the rules. Okay. And Orange Cassidy would just say whatever. Okay. So by proxy, three people would probably root for like... Is Orange Cassidy in one of these cards? Uh, he... He wrestled in Evolve once. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, didn't even sit by your own rule. Yay! <laughs> um, it's too bad, because you could have added Jeff Cobb in there. It's true. Because uh, he is also a flat earther. Oh, no! But, I mean, he admits that he's not the smartest guy. So, like, okay. So it's like, hey, you know what? He knows his limitations, and I respect that. Does he think that he'll slam somebody hard enough that he'll catapult them off the planet? Maybe he spent too much time in Lucha Underground. And, Maybe. Like, all of Everything involving science is now gone from his head. Maybe he really ate people. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Love you, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, he's a delight. And he actually did not make it onto my thing, unfortunately. Ah. Second match I was looking forward... I mean, I was looking forward to so many matches, and picking eight was a torture. It was. I actually think that your your way of doing it was better, because you just got to play with the rules. Uh, I I put a, down a Cody and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks. Nice. Uh, as the next match that I'd look forward to. Just because, like, Cody's on a hot streak. His matches at the two AEW shows so far have been fantastic. Yes. And three if you count all in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when he has creative uh, control, it's fucking awesome. Right. Um, and Dustin can still go, apparently. Yeah. So... I, I'm looking forward to that match anyway. Yeah. I'm going to try to watch Fighter uh, Fight for the Fallen live, and if I don't, uh, I'll be watching Evolve, but that match is excellent. I, I'm i a big homer for Goldust. Yep, me too. Um, he, him and Cody's match was excellent. I think that, that they they can only do well against the Young Bucks, because the Young Bucks, as good as they are talking about and promoting themselves, make everybody look good as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're uh, good. And I think like having someone like, uh, like Goldust, who's not like... You know, he's not a super athletic guy right now. 
you know, just because of his age. Yep. Uh, kind of helps them, grounds them a little bit. And, yeah. You know, they can't just do fucking springboard Canadian destroyers off of, you know, the apron or whatever they want to do. All right. So, yeah. What's your second match? So, it... Uh, like a lot of these matches are trying to just kind of simplify things in a crowded, like, either indie or WWE-centric um, ecosystem. So mm-hmm. it was Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss versus Bailey versus Nikki Cross. One women's title holder. Yeah. One. Because Becky Lynch is doing as well as she can do with whatever she's getting written to do opposite Lacey Evans. Yep. And Lacey Evans... I'm sure it has a ton of potential, but I just really want her to just get shuffled back to the mid card yeah. and just get seasoned like Carmella right. did. We're talking. We've talked about this. It's too much too soon with her, right? And I think in the hottest women's act right now is Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey's the title holder. Becky's the other title holder. Not I didn't even pick like think so far as to like who would be a logical title holder. I'd put it on Becky because she's the hottest of all of them. Yeah, but just one title holder. Like, yeah, there's yeah. too many belts, and with the wild card rule, it gets too murky. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, like, really... They either need to cut the wild card shit, or, like, some consolidate some titles, because, like, things like that are nominally important are getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, there's no no special joke uh, stipulation for that one? No, I Fine. just... <laughs> it honestly is just meant to, like... Make things simpler to yeah. digest, because I, I don't understand right now if Becky Lynch is better than Bailey. I mm. sort of understand that they're supposed to be similar, but yeah. I don't think it's even a... I love Bailey, but Becky Lynch is on a higher level right now. Right. Um, yeah, everyone's kind of fallen by the wayside, and in the name of love, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, once once somebody in the writer's room found out that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are dating, uh, that became the folks of the show. You can't stop hearing about it. Yeah. Um... They looked fucking great on both red carpets. They did oh, yeah. their best like weekend. Yep. Uh, my third match is now listen. You might have, like when I sat down pick eight matches. You might have thought you should pick the the eight best matches of this packed weekend where there's like at least five great matches per weekend. But I said I am not taking away my man Tai Chi's yeah! shot at the G one <laughs> on his first night. Oh yeah. I put John Moxley versus Tai Chi as my third match. Great match, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't think it's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs> like it's gonna be a question of how much can Tai Chi stall before getting <laughs> destroyed by John Moxley. Um, I really. I honestly got if honestly if he wins this match, yeah. I will buy both of his shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. It's, by the way, he has some he has two shirts on pro wrestling. He's, they're both really dope. It's super unfair that he <laughs> of all wrestlers is batting a, is like batting hundred on fucking good merch. Yeah, I mean it's fascinating to me because he's like one of your favorites. Which in my mind, it's always like if you're gonna if you have favorites, you want him to win a lot or just like be treated well. You just want him to like tread water and it's like it's drowned. Yeah, he gets what he deserves. <laughs> He's fucking. When he feuded with Naito, yeah. their, their hype video was mostly him playing Fire Pro Wrestling, <laughs> him versus Naito, and, and winning that way. Yeah. And, like, drinking beer and fucking, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Titan's great. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's such a, a shit heel, uh, and I love him. I love that the blow-off to that feud, him and Naito, was him getting a hit in the head with his microphone, too. Yeah. Was like, Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> Cartoon, like he brought out every fucking gimmick ass thing he could do, except for I guess the Iron Claw. Which hey, maybe he'll win him. Maybe this will be the 
the uh, the subtime in the G1. He'll win his one match using the Iron Claw he got mm. earlier in the year. But his guy. Yes. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But I am looking forward to that one. Partially ironically, but I also think that it could be a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, for my third match, I'm reviving one of WWE's gimmick matches, the Championship Scramble. Um, so it, the rules of that, six men, whatever the time limit would be in my head, it was like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes for these guys. Uh, I have Adam Cole versus Akira Tozawa, which is the NXT championship match at Evolve, but I yep. threw in Johnny Gargano because Cole will not stop taunting his family, which yep. is excellent right now. Plus Drew Gulak, who is fighting Matt Riddle, uh, plus Kushida, plus Tyler Breeze. And I feel like NXT is the best company at booking multi-man matches right now. Yeah. Their ladder matches have been can't miss. The, like, the tag team ladder match from NXT TakeOver 25 was amazing. Yep. All of their war games have been really good. And the match that introduced the NXT North American title, mm. the six-man ladder match, was amazing. incredible. Yep. So if you're going to put any, con- like, group of wrestlers into the same match at the same time, have NXT prove this is how you do multi-fall, this is how you do multi-man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So my fourth match put on uh, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE title. Nice. Um, I should add that I did these not in any particular order just because of the limitations of the uh, iPhone note-taking app. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Damn you, Tim Cook. <laughs> just, so it's going to... There's going to be title matches in the middle, just because they were the <laughs> things that I threw in in that order. This, um, this audience is so confused by the... They're going to be confused by match eight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kofi versus Samoa Joe, that should be fucking great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the uh, Joe needs to be taken seriously. Yep. I don't know if he's going to win against Kofi Kingston Probably this time. Not. But like, you know, I if there's anybody with a possibility of you know beating Kofi before SummerSlam... I feel like he's the guy that, you know, would be most likely to get a surprise. Yeah. Morbid as this is, I don't understand why Smojo isn't walking around with, like, the head of AJ Styles' wife, Wendy, just, oh, like, on, on a pike. Just like, yep, I followed through on all those threats. But, like, he's very... Smojo is very good at making feuds personal. Mm. He's very... He's got way more promo fire than Kofi. Kofi's great yeah. in getting better, I feel. I feel like he's growing specifically into, like, the match part of his championship reign. He's always been very good, but he's proving that he's main event level. Yeah. And he's starting to step up his character work. I think this match is going to be great. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I think part of the reason he's been stepping up his character was just because he has more time. Yep. Like, he spent, you know, out of the 11 years... It was 11, right? 11 Something years, like 11, yeah. 11 years in WWE, like, I don't know, probably nine of them. He had a couple promos, maybe, a yeah. year. So, yeah, he's doing a great job. Uh, what's your fourth match? So... I, I bit my tongue when we were mentioning Cody earlier because I feel like AEW is the best right now mm-hmm. at pacing um, like character-driven uh, matches that don't immediately get paid off in a way that make you want to see the next pay-per-view, yeah. which it's very young. They've only had a handful of shows. But what I booked was Cody versus MJF, Darby Allin, and Sean Spears in a gauntlet match. Ah. So he has to get through MJF, which yeah. is that, that weird almost like mentor-protege type of relationship. Right. Which I feel like he'd blow through him pretty quick anyway, because he's Cody. Yep. Darby Allen, he couldn't put away. So right, that would he be interesting. Ha- he'd have to do it decisively. And then he gets Sean Spears. So I feel like this is one of those matches where he has two incredibly strong showings against the first two. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Spears like cheats to beat him. And then that makes you want to see Cody versus Sean Spears one-on-one. one-on-one. Yeah, it all uh, all out. Yeah. Is that the next one after 
this it is right yeah. i think so yeah but yeah and they'll be right around the time they're getting ready for tv yeah. so they're doing a great job in building anticipation have they announced when they're starting the tv yep all i know is that it's tnt in yeah the fall i assume september yeah they said like the fall and there's no uh could be october we don't know yep uh let's see Hold on. Gotta unlock my phone. i had for my fifth match uh as you mentioned before, I got the NXT title that's being uh, defended at the Evolve show for some reason. Yep. Uh, Akira Tozawa versus Adam Cole, baby. Should be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason I picked this was just because, like, it's an unlikely uh, pair to just put together. Akira Tozawa's been on 205 Live for a couple years now. But yep. I think he was a, he's an OG of the 205 Love crew, right? Yep. And Adam Cole, you know, great, as always. So I think they could put something special together, especially in front of uh, Evolve's, like, you know, hardcore audience. Uh, do you know where the Evolve show is happening? Oh, jeez. Um, I can look it up, but... I don't know if it's up in my head, but I am glad that WWE, as they always do, have excellent production. We're putting yeah. together almost like an Origins package of video clips of guys we know from NXT or have seen Spotlight in NXT who started it or went through Evolve. Yeah. So seeing, like, Blonde Tozawa was cool, seeing Adam Cole go through there. Mm-hmm. So... You're absolutely right. The fans are going to eat up the fact that they're in the building, and they're going to tear it up together. Yeah, that's good. that can be really good. Um, there's no real story behind. Oh, it's at uh, by thirteen. Yeah, it's in Philly. Okay. Nice, of course, it's their hometown. Yeah, um, Philly. Yeah, Philly rabid fans. Yeah, with Adam be, Cole, baby. That's going to be wild. Yep. So yeah, good. That's going to be a great show, but that especially is going to be a great match. Yes. Uh, what you got for number five? For number five, um, so this is this is a tag match where it was. The challenge of there's so many wrestlers happening at the same time was trying to limit it from multi-man matches. So I originally had this as like a three-way match with Shota Imano, but I got him out. Um, it's Okada and Tanahashi versus Naito and Shingo of just like okay two guys with amazing chemistry together, which is Okada and Tana yeah. versus two guys who are competing in the B-block against each other and arguably the front runners for that division. Nice. That actually sounds like the kind of match that would happen... At the, like, show right before Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Like, yeah. So you might even get that match just, like, six months later. It would be great. I, I love Shingo. I mm-hmm. didn't really... I wasn't familiar with him until this year. Yeah. Until New Japan. I've really grown to love uh, Tetsuya Naito and Okada. Tanahashi, I'm still waiting for him to just kind of, like, awaken this big fandom in him. Cause, right. In me. Because, like, I know a continent... Or, like, not a continent, but a country loves him. Yeah. But part of it is that just, like, I'm getting into him later in his career. Yeah. But, I think you gotta, like, go back. Yeah. Really. Because, like, the first New Japan show I ever watched was Wrestle Kingdom 9, mm. where he and uh, Okada had uh, had a match. Yeah. They tore it the fuck up. I was a fan for life after that. Uh, also, he spent, like, 40 minutes uh, catching invisible guitars and air guitaring and then throwing them back in the audience <laughs> uh, as his, like, celebration promo. That's great. Yeah. It was, it was wonderful. It went on way too long. But, you know, he's a charismatic dude. Yeah. Fantastic hair. Love so, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fun match that, like, I mean, if it, God willing, it happens in real life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like AEW is the best right now, NXT as well, in, like, booking tag team matches, mm-hmm. and when New Japan does showcase tag team matches, that that's where they shine. Like, yeah. the tag title scene, it's it's not great, which is unfortunate for G.O.D., but, yeah. like, this is, like, when they have big names and they know how to, like, pace the psychology of... This is when you fire up. This is your. Mm-hmm. This is how heels cheat. The difference in psychology when you can really hit each other with weapons and other right. things when you're outside the ring. They do it especially well. Yes. Yeah. It was like that. Um, that Okada 
um, Osprey versus Golden Lovers match from yeah. like last year. That was amazing. It was re- yeah. That's you know kind of same kind of thing. Yep. Um, and obviously the the optimism of Naito staying in the main event picture. Yep. Um, so my sixth match. Speaking of Toriyano versus Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, um, I love Yano. Yeah, I. Now that I look at all this, it seems like maybe having Yano versus Naito and Taichi versus Moxley on the same, <laughs> if I only had eight matches, seems a little overkill on the comedy bullshit, but, well, Taichi's mixed of comedy, whatever, but, like... There's so I, much love for B-Block. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's true. I know, boy. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, out of the, uh, the actually, out of the five B-Block matches, uh, you know... Three of them made it onto my like card, my super card. That's a that that I means it's a testament to the character work of uh, the B block in terms of how interesting the matchups are. Yeah, because A block I would argue has bigger star power, but B block has everyone's just like, huh, it'd be fun if this guy just did that to this guy. Yeah, it's gonna be very fun yeah. to watch Naito try to be Tranquilo when he's getting <laughs> crushed by fucking the turnbuckle pads. <laughs> Um and being and get DVDs thrown in his face. It's true. Um, the DVDs they might be powder inside. Yep. They might be glitter. They might just be DVDs. Yep. I don't know if they've met in the G one. They definitely have not met in the G one in the last like years that I've been watching. Mm. So I'm excited to see what that is like. Uh, it's kind of a risk because sometimes Naito just doesn't have chemistry with some guys. But you know, uh, I think it could just be interesting, fun. Yeah. I could not leave it off of my card, uh, even though. I think in that spot, it originally had the Becky Lynch, uh, Seth Rollins versus Lacey Evans, um, Baron Corbin match. Um, but then I was like, ah, fucking Yano's going to point at himself and everyone's going to cheer. So YTR, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What'd you get for your sixth match? So this is where like a little bit more gimmicky stuff comes in, but I I feel like in the best way. Um, it's extreme rules, baby. Yep. It's an elimination-style match, strong-style elimination. I got Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and John Moxley versus Kenta, Abushi, Goto, and Ishii. Wow. So, it's very interesting you'd put Moxley and Omega on the same uh, team. Yeah, I feel like it's it's one side that would very easily get along mm-hmm. in terms of, like, Kenta, Goto, and Ibushi and Ishii just being like, yeah, we're all on the same side, let's do this. And the other teams being like, we're the best. It's yeah. Like, no, don't, like, okay, you'll just get punched in the mouth until you get eliminated. Yeah. Um, I think that... The, the Bucks are tag team masters, the multi-man masters. Mm. Uh, Omega knows how to get himself way the fuck over, no yep. matter what. And Moxley's on fire right now. Right. You put them against a murderer's row of really strong talent? Yeah. Hell yeah. Or you put Moxley against Tai Chi and fucking <laughs> have the best match of the weekend. <laughs> if you've ever seen like a bird with a broken wing <laughs> run from a vacuum cleaner, you know how it's going to end. Keaton, you've seen that, right? Yes, he has. <laughs> if Keaton's seen things. Yeah, he understands. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my seventh, I had the Revival versus the Usos for the, was it, Raw Tag Team Championships? Yeah. Which I fucking forgot were still a thing. And, uh, but I'm like, there's a part of me that was like, well, first off, this feud's been cooled down over like a two-month period of nothing happening. Right. Uh, but it should be awesome. But also the build was based on like basically fart jokes. Yep. Um... So I was very mixed on whether I would include it in my eight, but I did because uh, I trust their chemistry is going to be off the charts. Yeah, that's probably going to be that could be the best match of the weekend. Yeah, I I think it has every possibility of doing that. This feels very much like is is fun in the spirit of the Jer 
Persona as like the B block match picks are. Yeah, this is going to be one of the best wrestling matches. Yeah, because the Revival are arguably top five best tag teams in the world. Mm-hmm. The Usos are arguably the best WWE tag contemporary tag team. Period. Yeah, they're better than anybody else. As long as they get more than let's say fifteen minutes. Yeah, until they work and it doesn't end with like the Fuck Uso. Finish. Yeah, if the Usos like get the pin because the Revivals pooped their pants and right. then got stuck to the mat because their poop dried on the mat and then they couldn't get up. Um, as long as that finish doesn't happen, which is kind of possible. It's such a coin flip. <laughs> in an era where Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are supposed to be coming in to help, it's still such a goddamn coin flip that Vince McMahon <laughs> pushing people into the pool of logic <laughs> could still override it's things. It's Vince McMahon's last stand, by God. <laughs> <laughs> There's Custer, literal Custer, <laughs> shambling to the ring. Uh, what's uh, What you got for seventh match? Oh, boy. So this is where human rights take a backseat. Uh, we got Charlotte Flair versus Lena Vega. The winner keeps Andrade. Oh, I don't, I don't support the two women fighting over a man. <laughs> but they get to keep, they can like make him wrestle and win money for them. He yeah. can do, he can do things. He's not just a good wrestler. Yeah, but it's still, I don't know. It, it makes me uncomfortable. El proper toe. <laughs> oh god. So number eight. Uh, this is why I was like, oh shit, I should have put these in some kind of order. Um, I put Juice Robinson versus Shingo Takagi, which. <laughs> If that were, like, <laughs> an actual match card and these were numbered in the order they would appear at the event, that would be a fucking bullshit main event after, what, I got... So many title matches. Yeah, I got, like, two world title matches, or like, top title matches of some kind, and then this is just a non-title G1 match, but, like, not even for the U... The, neither of them are even holding the U.S. title or anything. No. Gene Robinson just lost it, but I think they got fire... And I think they're gonna fucking they're gonna they're, that's another one that could light it up this weekend. Oh, it, it absolutely could. I just love that the logic of the match card is that the lead in is the tag title match. Yeah, people are gonna be burnt. Yeah, it's like here's your main. I know. If I were to like order these around, I would probably put like the revi- uh, probably the Cody and Dustin match first, but yeah. then the revival one in the middle, and I would put uh, Kofi versus Samoa Joe as the, the main event, right? Um, or Moxley versus Tai Chi. I don't yeah. know. Um, but that matter, it's going to be super physical. Yeah. It, it's one guy who's just flamboyantly violent versus one guy who's just thick violent. Yes. It's two different flavors of very good uh, clothesline and punch you in the face type of logic. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of fancy shit. It's going to be a lot of fucking throwing Hoss. and punching. Yep. Well, not quite Haas, but like, it's like Haas style, but like tiny guys-ish. Shingo's like a barrel-chested Haas, and then, yeah. yeah, the juice is just reckless. Yeah, so that should be... I'm looking forward to that match a lot uh, mm. coming up on this weekend. And what's your last match of the night, your main event? My main event is uh, similar in spirit to the women's title match. It's Seth Rollins versus Kofi versus Lesnar unified title match. So, just take all the variables oh, out okay, of yeah. the main champion. Um, just have it be Seth Rollins versus Kofi versus Lesnar. I have Kofi going over. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Rollins is arguably putting on some of the best matches in the world consistently. He's on that, like, Kenny Omega type type of vibe from last year yeah but kofi this is his time this is his year this should be his spotlight to be champion lesnar doesn't fucking need it or any of us for that matter yeah so just skip the question of is he gonna cash in no he's just in the match have kofi go over just be happy with the fucking boom box (laughs) (laughs) i am happy with the boom box yes i think the boom box is the best brock lesnar character trait uh him using the the money and bank briefcase as a boom box Best idea he's had ever. Yeah. 
And I, I was trying to find somewhere in there if, if there's just, like, a 9 or, like, an 8B of just, like, have Drake Maverick run around with the title more. <laughs> yeah. The 24-7 title's been amazing. Yeah, I think that should just be, like, a thing of threads throughout the show. That's what I was thinking. Um, God, what? I can't believe he's not lost it on his honeymoon. Or he didn't lose it on his honeymoon. It must be over right now. I, he was at Raw. I'm just waiting for his wife to beat him and for her to get, like, a contract. I can't believe that she... Yeah, she hasn't beaten him. Yeah. Um, Which I feel like that's the loophole. She doesn't work for us. But right. they're happy to use her image. Either way. Yeah. I feel like she'll probably be champion by the end. Um, I, I, You have been right in terms of like the title being a boon for people who haven't been getting a lot of attention or focus. I feel like this is some of the best R-Truth character work he's ever done. Mm. I'm always a big fan and of... The, and that's saying something, because he's always been really good at that stuff. Yeah. Well, like, my hype for him was our, uh, little Jimmy R-Truth. Right. Not... Dressing up like a weird Confederate soldier <laughs> against John Cena, our truth. But yes, right after that was Little Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the awesome truth. But this is right up there. Drake mm. Maverick. Um, I knew him as a rock star spud from TNA, mm-hmm. and I've always been kind of waiting in uh, like a WWE ecosystem for him to like really bust out, be three dimensional in entertaining. And this is it. Yeah. Like, it was weird that he was general manager of it's, 205 Live. It's really weird that they hired Rockstar Spud. Yeah. And then just had him be basically uh, the straight man yeah. to the entire cruiserweight division. So that's an excellent label for him because yeah. now that he's being able to wild out and be the 24-7 champion, including winning and losing it over the course of his wedding and honeymoon mm-hmm. is amazing character work. Yeah. It's just... It was a really weird leap when he went from... Uh, you know, serious guy hyping up the 205 Live show. This week, we've got the best matches in the world. Uh, right up to pissing his pants. <laughs> Managing <laughs> AOP. Yeah. So Managing AOP. Yeah, like, that was a weird... No explanation. Weird, yeah, weird, weird, weird ideas, but... From purple to red to pee to green, because yeah. he's the 24-7 champion now. Yep, yeah. That guy has... That guy deserves some kind of weird documentary. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so that was... Like the, I mean, if I could turn these four matches into or these four shows into one show, that's how I would do it, and how Dennis would do it. Uh, is there anything else that we that you're looking forward to this weekend that we might have like missed, lost over? I mean, honestly, the other two G1 matches that I didn't include on here for a Saturday, mm. uh, Ishii versus Cobb and uh, oh, Jay White versus Goto, yeah. should also be very good. Honestly, Ishii versus Cobb could be another match of the weekend. Yep. Um, part of me is looking forward to Adam Page versus Kip Sabian to understand oh, who right. the fuck is Kip Sabian. Yeah. Um, but the Evolve show genuinely looks great. The idea that uh, Drew Gulak's going to fight Matt Riddle for any yeah, reason is great. That I should have... I thought about including that one, too. It was yeah. like... Uh, and Gulak's also got Tony Nese at the Extreme Rules. Yep. Uh, yeah, that guy's got a busy weekend and could knock it out of the park both times. Yeah. And I wonder if he'll, like... If they'll explain... Uh, uh, they'll use the Evolve show as kind of a kayfabe excuse on Sunday if they'll acknowledge it. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Um, if And this this harkens back to my point about if you just give them like logical character motivations, number one with a bullet would have been Aleister Black versus Cesaro. Yeah. But it's just been Aleister Black's been sitting in a room, mad that no one will fight him, and Cesaro showed up, did a little twirly dig thing around a chair, and was like, I'll fight you. Yeah. And now they're going to fight. And I, I, it's going to be great. I also thought that deserve to be on my card, but I was like, there's no, yeah, there's no story there. Right. It's just, uh, who knows, for all we know, that'll be when Bray Wyatt shows up, because he's also been in a room not doing anything. Yeah. Just the, the, the boys who are in a room and not doing anything. And sometimes you put boys in a box and make them not doing anything, like the fucking club. Ricochet's fighting AJ Styles on Sunday. We haven't even mentioned it. 
Yeah, that's true. For the U.S. title. And it's in part because the club doesn't mean a goddamn thing right now. Well, I mean, they're trying to build them up a little bit more. Um, it... It's just, it's frustrating when Adverse Singles beat a, a, a tag team consecutively, yeah, which right. happens to happen to Gallows and Anderson on Raw. The Ricochet just beat them both and then lost to AJ in a weird gauntlet thingy that they were doing. Right. Um, so the, the one-on-one's going to be great because it's fucking Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Yep. But again, if you just give these characters clear motivations and wants, I will be all about it, which is yeah. why I hope, like, if Bailey's going to lose, she loses to people like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Mm. Yeah, that should be a really good match. I also wanted to get that one on there, but uh, it's it's hard to whittle it down to eight. Yep. Um, and obviously, women are wildly underrepresented on all these uh, cards. Yeah, uh, I as I was trying to make these matches, I that's part of why I put uh, Vega versus Flair because I was like, "There's really no women's wrestling here." Yeah. Um, but also, there's not really a lot of strongly motivated characters. Like, I was trying to find in my head a reason of just like this is why I would want to see the Kabuki Warriors versus the Iconics they're not there yet either yeah like Paige has to fight them and she's not even a wrestler yeah eh. I am I'm looking forward to whenever that happens oh still, it'll be but good like yeah, yeah there's it's weird that they they're skipping it this time like that title has not been on TV at all it kind of deserves to be on the pay-per-view a little bit yep um Maybe Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley fall in a hole. Yeah. And the women come out and are just like, well, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, that's another one where I was like, uh, that could be good, too. That could also be bad. Who knows? Who really knows? If, if they just... Re- I don't... I, I, I really want to know what the hesitation is on Braun Strowman, because he can talk. Yeah. He can wrestle like somebody who isn't 400 pounds. Like, right. he's doing forward rolls and shit on Raw, mm-hmm. and, like is amazingly athletic for someone who's been a career bodybuilder. He's just gotten wrestling. Yeah. What is the holdup? Um, if I had to guess, it's because he's so big that it's hard to have someone who would believably fight him and, like, hold his own. It it limits you if you put him on the top. I, yeah. In a way. You know, it, it, things are so different from the territory system that I, the, the closest thing I can compare him to is, like, Big show before all the face turn before all the like alignment turns in yeah. under the giant. It's right. like he's that much of a huge spectacle. You could almost make him like nine one one from ECW. He comes out, squashes people, mm-hmm. and he's just like your big tall heavy. Yeah. But they're just so weirdly inconsistent. What do they want me to imagine when he has a ruptured spleen? Of <laughs> just like a four hundred year old man going, My tummy hurts. <laughs> did you say four hundred year old man? I did. I meant okay. to say four hundred pounds. Okay, yeah. His 400 pounds are a year old each. <laughs> That's how you get there. It's like the trees and the <laughs> rings inside. Um, know who loves trees, know who loves rings, Battlecat. Speaking of boys in boxes, um, <laughs> yeah. you gotta put them boys in them box, and then you have them dress up like they're gonna battle. And they go, meow, 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 meow. And that is how battle cats happens. Uh, That's the theme song. That's the jingle. Listen to it on 93.75 on your radio. Written by one Tom Petty. Uh, <laughs> it was his last thing. He was like, hey, I'm done. Yeah. He was, he was, they were like, hey, we're Battle Cats. We need a jingle. Um, Mr. Tom Petty, uh, would you mind writing a jingle? And he said, what if the cats went, meow, And then uh, he died. It was, <laughs> and I mean, they had to use it. It's not the best jingle. Well, I think we'll all admit that. But they had to use it because he died in the recording studio. Uh. So... You know, R.I.P. Tom Petty. In was memoriam. American great. Whenever you buy Battle Cat merchandise, you are supporting Tom Petty. Yeah. What a legacy. Yeah, I know. The fucking American girl and the, the meow meow meow. <laughs> <laughs>
Battle <laughs> cats. <laughs> Top two things on his wiki. <laughs> American Girl and the Jingle. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what else he did in the middle? I don't, you know. Uh, he did a song where there was some backward shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we got a packed weekend of wrestling. Yep. Uh, we might as well wind down this episode uh, so we can get on with the wrestling that we're going to watch. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to shout out for the weekend? Um, I'm just, I'm very much looking forward to, I'm, I, there's so much content that I get to paste mundane things like doing laundry or grocery shopping or like cooking said groceries around so much wrestling. Yeah. So if I pace it right, I'll never have to stop watching wrestling this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to whatever the hell Eve has up their sleeves. They haven't, they've announced like two matches and who knows when, whatever the fallout from West Queendom is. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Also, just got a blender. I'm a smoothie guy now. That is my, <laughs> I'm living that smoothie life. And uh, I need to buy more spinach to make more smoothies, uh, more green smoothies. Will we hear more about smoothies next week? You'll just have to tune in. Smo- will the smoothies be the sponsor? I don't know. They gotta become like uh, they, they gotta become aware and then start their own company because I can't. You know, I'm not selling the smoothies to make money to put into the podcast. That yeah. wouldn't make sense. So the smoothies have to make their own. They can make them themselves, and then they gotta give us the money. Just Listen. like how Battle Cats, uh, some cats came together, and they were like, what if we made battle armors? That was just horrible. And then they put the, put the thing on the line with the GeoCities address and the other .org shit that was before somehow, <laughs> which you would think not how a URL is supposed to work. And yet, they did it because they're fucking ingenious. That's why they deserve your money. Battle yeah. Cats, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Please understand how many cats had to stand on top of each other to talk to Tom Petty to convince him to do the jingle. Battle Cats owned by cats? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, the story... <laughs> the story differs because some people, some people assume the cats were, like, horizontal. Like, how cats stand up. While others think that they kind of went, like, uh, on the hind legs, yeah. yeah, a cat's heavy. Yeah, you're right. right. Like, and then you know that way it only takes like three or four cats, but the other way it's got to be like ten, which um, you know makes a very big difference. I, in my opinion, it was seven. And Tom Petty's a very humble guy, and he he squatted down a little bit to meet them at eye level. What an amazing final few moments of his life in the inside of his recording studio. <laughs> Watching cats engineer the recording. Yeah, when you look at it that way, uh, you know it's kind of charming. He went out the way, or you know, doing what he loved, uh, making music and uh, saying hello to little kidders. So yeah, if, if you cannot get enough of this wrestling content sponsored not by the Blender Company but the smoothies themselves, tune in next week. We hope. I mean, I don't know what my, <laughs> I don't know what my smoothies are gonna do. Um, but I had we one. We can't even guarantee they'll talk to us. No, because I, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, fuck me. Yeah, they're not gonna, just, you know. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> to, yeah, to build trust. You gotta build a rapport. <laughs> Jesus. With a smoothie. It's and the then... humblest God complex, because you're making them yourself, but then you're earning their trust. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What do you think parenthood is like? It's true. <laughs> like drinking a delicious smoothie. Yeah. This is in the wrestle town. Goes <laughs> it wrestles down smooth. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jared Bobble, Twitter.com, swing dingling. 
Dennis Bruno at dbruno42 at Sensei Denny B on Twitter. And Keaton, Keaton Fuzzy on Instagram. He's sitting by his litter box. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> or day, whenever you listen to this. <laughs>